Have you ever had someone say, there's something different about you? As believers, we all want to shine brightly for Jesus, especially in a world where kindness isn't common. In this episode, you are going to hear from some amazing ladies who know firsthand how to respond to the call of God and step into a life of serving consistently and loving generously. Let's dive in. Everyone, welcome to So Good Sisterhood. I'm your host, Julie Mullins, and my husband Todd and I pastor Christ Fellowship Church together. The So Good Sisterhood is a podcast that is all about investing in every girl from every generation. It's this opportunity to have relevant conversations every single month about living intentionally, leading confidently, and loving generously. And hopefully, it will leave you saying, That was so good. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome back to the So Good Sisterhood podcast. I'm Carissa Robinson filling in for Pastor Julie, and I want to thank you for jumping in and joining us today for season six of the podcast. This season has been all about reflecting Christ in everything that we do. And today we have two amazing ladies here to join us to talk about how we're better together and how we actually shine brighter together as we learn to walk in obedience to God and reflect Him in every area of our life. Well, we've got Becky Kyle, who is the director of our Christ Fellowship Missions Department, and Diane, who's the associate director. These girls work very closely together. So excited to have you guys here today. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's going to be a great conversation. But it's been a little while since you girls have jumped on the podcast, and I think it would be awesome if you could just start with maybe a little bit of your story Mm -hmm. and what you do and just kind of how you got here. Yeah. So I was reading a book last night, and actually there's a quote from it that I feel like sums up my life, and it's really, calling has little to do with formal job titles. And I think that's just been my life, is my call has always been to serve those who are less fortunate or really to just shine bright for Mm -hmm. God everywhere I am. And so my journey has been pretty interesting in some ways. So during college, I started going to do camps for orphans in Romania and just fell in love. Mm -hmm. And so actually when I graduated, the day after I graduated, moved to Romania, was a missionary there for five years working with a lot of teenage girls, little sisters that didn't have anybody. And I mean, I would get calls in the middle of the night, Becky, I need medication or I need different Mm -hmm. things. And so just getting to serve and love them really was the joy of my life and I wouldn't take it back. But after Mm -hmm. five years, God kind of called me home and I was wrestling. Do I want to be in the business world? My family owns a business or do I want to be in ministry? And I was like, I think I want to do business. And so I worked for my mom for a year and was miserable. (laughs) And so it was very clear at that time to me that like my calling was ministry and to serve others. So ended up coming down to get a a degree, started working at the church, have done so many different positions at the church, but my calling has always been the same, just to serve and uh, love others and shine bright in our community. I love that. So cool. Diane, what about you? So I grew up here. Uh, My parents are from Columbia, but I grew up in South Florida. And really, Christ Fellowship is home for me. I got here when I was 12 years old, walked in through the doors and not knowing what I was doing. I was confused, teenage girl, but I just found community and people that loved me so well. And I found who I didn't know I was looking for was Jesus. And mm-hmm. I've been on team for a few years, but God really took a hold of my heart. Back in 2012, He 
really just spoke so clearly to me. He said, I want you to build my kingdom and love my people well. Mm -hmm. Will you do it? Will you say yes? And so I've been on team here for nine years. I've done different roles. My assignment has looked different in so many different areas of ministry, but my calling has been the same, which has been such a cool part of God's story over my life. Now I get to work with Becky a ton in our missions team, and I help look after our international teams. And so it's a really fun, daunting, but really cool uh, assignment right now that God has entrusted me with. I love that. And I love how both of you shared the story of calling where God Mm -hmm. really spoke to both of you to go, there is a calling on your life. And for you guys, that looks like ministry. But the truth is that there's a calling on every girl's life listening here today. And it might be ministry. It might be the business girl that's listening in. It might be the school teacher. It might be the stay-at-home mom. But we all have a call on our life. And the call is to shine bright for Jesus. And I love that you guys have been so intentional to really what people in ministry are called to do is equip the saints for the work yeah, of the ministry. That's right. what the Bible is very clear about. Leaders of the church, our role is to equip the saints to do ministry. And you guys have done such a great job helping the girls and the guys in yeah. our church and in our community to shine bright for Jesus in whatever sphere of influence they're mm-hmm. in, like giving them opportunities to jump in and serve. And we're going to talk more about that yeah. today. But I just I do want to point that out in you guys that you guys have done such a great job doing that. But last week, we had a great conversation with Pastor Julie and Elizabeth Mitchell. And Elizabeth, she just has such a powerful testimony. And she shared really her journey of navigating the heartbreak and hardship of her son being born with a heart defect. Mm. And one of the things she shared as she was navigating the most difficult season of her life was to let others in and not try to carry and walk through these things on our own. And as we were talking in this season about how to reflect God in everything we do, one of the things we talked about in almost every episode, it was like this thread that's been weaved through this whole time, is that we can shine bright on yeah. our own, right? Like you shine. Yeah. But we actually shine brighter when we work together, yeah. when we collaborate, when we work together as a team. So I'd love to hear from you guys. Becky, you can kick it off. How have you seen this play out in your own life or or maybe in the lives of the girls yeah. and people that you work with? Yeah, so actually our missions team verse goes right along with this because it's John 13, 35. By this, everyone you will know you are my disciples if you love one another. And so we just always take that as like, we are shining brighter for Jesus when we show people in our community the difference yeah. that we are, the we care for each other, we love one another and yeah. people in the community. So we have seen so many times when we talk to people in the community and they're like, there was just something different yeah. about your team, the way that you you loved each other, the way that you served each other, but then also the way that you came alongside of us and loved and served us. And I actually was talking to a police officer two weeks ago that we've become close with, but I have actually known for 10 years. Yeah. So we met him out in Pahokee during Belgoid Student Week 10 years ago. And I just was talking to him now and he said, he said, you know, Becky, when you were out there with the students, your team was different. The way you all acted towards each other was so different than anything I experienced. And then your students were different. Mm -hmm. So the way your students served each other during the week and then the way that you all came together and served the community that a lot of people don't serve. He said, that stuck with me. And for years, I've wrestled with what is the difference in them? Wow. Why are they different? What What was different? Like, we were shining so bright, but he couldn't ask the question. Mm-hmm. Well, now he uh, 
Through years of investment and friendship, he's now attending our Westlake campus with his family. Their entire family is different, but it started with John 13, 35. It started with the way we love one another is going to show that we are his disciples and cause people to ask questions. And so I love his story because our students were involved. It was so many different groups of people, God's people shining bright that really changed his life. And so now they're part of our campus and he is now in his community shining bright with his family, making that difference. Wow. Yeah. And I I would say that to add to there's that's just one of so many stories. I would say that just to kind of share with our listeners that that could be you, you know, so it doesn't have to necessarily be like in the missions team, like that you have to be, you know, on staff or that you have you have to be on the ground. Like what's what's your mission field? And I would just challenge all of our listeners, like if you're a student out there and you're you're in high school and you're saying, how can I shine bright? How can I make a difference with the sphere that I'm in? And how do I love people so that students, classmates are looking and saying, what's different in them? Mm-hmm. Who, what's shining different in them? If if you're a stay-at-home mom, you know, and you're a pickup line, like maybe a little extra patience, right? And like, yeah. what does that look like? And and I think that something that we've learned just along the way in the different areas that God has opened doors for us is that there's so much, there's so much beauty and God shines so brightly when we are intentional in our consistency. And mm-hmm. I would say um, we've seen that with that officer 10 years. It, it wasn't a a quick, like, I want to know what it is. I want to be plugged in and, and tell me all about God. It was, we showed up in the good, in the bad, we showed up. And we, with our teams, we show up in the hard times. And with our opportunities that we serve, we show up and we say, okay, what what does that look like? And how do we consistently pour into our community so that God can shine bright, brighter and brighter? I love that. It's such a helpful reminder. Like, we don't just shine bright to be shiny right (laughs) absolutely not yeah it is to point people to the north star right to point people to jesus yeah and and i love that challenge diane that we 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 all can shine bright in the pickup line but Mm -hmm. the question is what is different about you right because if you just look like everybody else you know in the pickup line you you aren't shiny you're not shining bright and i think about one person in particular that i know they They like to go out to eat a lot. And so they've gotten to know the servers and having an encouraging, nice word or asking them about their family and just building that relationship. That's just as important as what we do as the missions team, because everybody can do that. I love Or the stores you shop at, getting to know the people there and encouraging them. Everybody has an opportunity to shine. Yeah, I love that. It's kind of crazy. Like kindness is not common. Yes. And so it goes a very long way. And sometimes we kind of say, how can I be Jesus in my community? Yeah. How can I shine? And really just an act of kindness will get you such a long way. I mean, it's so silly, but when I'm walking like in this blazing hot sun, putting back my cart into the little shopping cart area, people are looking at me and they're like, something's different about this girl. And I'm like, she walked all the yeah. way to the, par- to, the, <laughs> yeah. to the cart area. I'm taking my cart back because yeah. I'm thinking about the guy that the teenage boy that's gonna have to go right. and like hunt down the cars the carts later and i just i want to make his life a little easier yeah. and just but i love think him a little i more. love what you just said kindness isn't common because um it makes me think about an opportunity that we had this fall where we were asked can you just come to sports fields and i said mm-hmm. well what do you want us to do and literally we just want you to be you and be nice Like we just want people to come onto our fields and be nice to people and show people that. And so, yeah, kindness isn't common. I love 
I love that. Yeah. And we can all be kind. We can. It doesn't cost it's a us fruit anything. of the spirit. It so is. we can. Kindness isn't common, but it is a fruit. Yes. And, <laughs> and it is a it's fruit true. of the spirit. And I love that we actually don't have to muster up being shiny. Like right. we actually can just be with Jesus. And the consequence of that is being kind and right. loving. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, mm-hmm. gentleness, self-control. Yeah. This is just the byproduct of being with Jesus right. is being is shining bright at the shopping car area, yes. at the restaurant, wherever you are. I love it. Well, I love the practical ways that you guys have like talked about how we can implement shining bright in our in our communities. But I know you you ladies have worked so hard in spreading hope through our sisterhood projects. Together as a sisterhood, mm-hmm. we are committed to righting wrongs and rewriting stories yeah. that we are not just girls that gather together for a good time and, and to yeah. worship the Lord, but then leave and do nothing with it, right? We are committed to living out our faith in our in our lives. And you guys have made so many lanes for us to be a part of this. So I'd love for you to share just kind of what God's doing in our sisterhood projects. Yeah. So we're um, really excited because we're actually going back to Honduras in a few days. Uh, and so we've so gone exciting. for so many years and we partner with Children's Impact Network to really care and love for kids there. But one of the things that as a sisterhood that we've really taken on in the last few years has to take our sisterhood experience over there. And so we're actually hosting an expression of our amazing conference in Honduras and for the women there. And it's mm-hmm. so beautiful to see hundreds and hundreds of women. I mean, when I say like they're up at five in the morning yeah. to walk a mile, to catch a bus, to dry, drive on a bus for three hours, to then walk a mile to get to this because God has a word for them. Wow. And they are just so hungry and believe that there's a sisterhood here stateside yeah. that's praying for them and believing for them. And so we're so excited to go back and pour into these ladies and really love on them in this season, that um, in the summer. And and really, uh, there's a team that's going. And there's, so just be yeah. praying for this team yeah. that of women that have said yes, and they're uh, taking on the call, and they're going to spend their part of their summer there serving and loving on the community of Honduras, which is um, so exciting. I love that. I know there's a team going, but there's also an Amazon wish list for yes. supplies that we need to bring yes. to make amazing happen. Yeah, so we um, absolutely love what we do, but also we're always saying, well, what else can we do? And so there is an Amazon wish list that we we love. It'll be linked in the show notes. Yeah. And so we're actually partnering with Children's Impact Network. And so we're hoping to provide a rain jacket for every child that's at the home. And so everyone can take go to Honduras. So if you're not signed up for Honduras, but you want to go to Honduras, you can still go in some shape or some shape, way, or form. And it. we're bringing our Little Sisters Conference, too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I love that we are bringing in our Little Sisters now, and I love that we're, as a sisterhood, caring for every generation across the world, too. So some of the other things yeah. that we're continuing to do is with Thailand, we're going to continue to fight human trafficking with mm-hmm. our partners there and continue to help pull girls out of bars and give them skills and education so that they can support themselves. We're hoping maybe to get a trip there this December to go visit them as well. And then also, Pastor Julie and I just, again, were in Africa. And Mm -hmm. we went to Kenya um, with World Serve, where we were able to visit the factory where they're producing feminine hygiene products so that girls can stay in school because— So often these girls were missing a week of school every single month. Mm -hmm. And so then they fell so far behind and they weren't graduating middle school, let alone college. 
And so then that just obviously limits what they're able to do and they get um, married off young and all different things. So we're excited about that. And then we're excited about our partnership with Watoto and Uganda mm-hmm. and just the women there and how they're serving women um, that are so undervalued mm-hmm. and underserved. And so to be able to come along and really change those families is pretty exciting for what we're able to do together. So, so much exciting yeah. going on internationally. Yeah. But locally, we've been doing some things, too, and really ramped up some efforts. Yeah, I love it. It's been so sweet what we've been able to do just in our own backyards. I mean, it's amazing to be a part of things across the globe. But to know that in our own backyards, we're caring for kids in the foster care system, in our church, Mm -hmm. in our community. If you want to connect with some friends and dig deeper into the content from the podcast today, we've created a resource just for you. It's called Show Notes Plus. And Show Notes Plus gives you access to the notes from today's episode, discussion questions, key scripture verses, and links to additional resources, and even some devotionals. So make sure you click the link in our show notes so you don't miss out on the chance to dive deeper. We've got our foster parent night out. We did just a couple months ago, our first one ever, where we had about 115 foster kids get checked in mm-hmm. for an incredible time. We shared the word of God with them. We made it really partyish and fun. And their parents got a couple hours to just go yeah. and like take a nap in their car or whatever they <laughs> whatever they <laughs> exactly. needed to go to the grocery store. I don't know. Um, but we have been able to, mm-hmm. to be a part of that. We're going to have a handful of those throughout the year. And then we've got Care Portal, which has been Mm -hmm. such a cool way to prevent kids from going into foster care because we're not just about dealing with the crisis, but preventing the crisis, right? right? And Care Portal is a really cool technology we've been able to use to basically prevent kids from being removed. So we're able to partner with people in our community who have needs for Mm -hmm. basic things like bunk beds or car seats. Yep bed Mm -hmm. sheets and actually deliver them to the family, invite them to church, fill that basic need and prevent these kids from getting removed from their home. That's amazing. It's it's been really special. And we might have a wish list for that too. Oh, we will. We do. (laughs) We do. Yeah. In the show notes, you'll actually find the care portal wish list because we're constantly trying to stock up on the basic needs. So when a need comes our way, we're ready to to deliver so you can buy a bunk bed or a car seat or whatever you feel led to buy over in the show notes. But also, this has been really cool. We've been able to uh, partner with a couple organizations, Every Mother's Advocate, EMA, through Place of Hope, but also uh, Hearts for Moms. These are amazing organizations that have helped us be able to mentor single moms and young moms Mm -hmm. in our community. And we have seen so many of the sisterhood girls step up and mentor these moms. Mm -hmm. It's been so beautiful to see just the sisterhood of strength partner together Mm -hmm in that way and and it's so cool because like i said before the sisterhood is is more than just a gathering of girls to have a little girl party right (laughs) we are a collective force for change like we are committed to being there for the single mom that needs a a sister to show up for her Mm -hmm. or the kid in crisis that needs a spiritual mom to care for for him and I love that you guys have done such an amazing job creating lanes for all of us to really be a part of it in any way, whether it's Mm -hmm. going on the mission trip to Thailand in December or Honduras or just mentoring a single mom. We all have a part to play in this. And I want to make sure you guys know that that anybody listening, you can be a part of the Sisterhood Projects, that it might be giving on an Amazon wish list or it might be giving to Sisterhood Projects in general, which will also link the fund that you can give to there. But maybe you need to step up and mentor a mom. Or show right. up at foster parent night out yeah. and give a mom a nap, <laughs> whatever it is. 
I think you need a nap. I need a nap. <laughs> Someone chill up. You mentioned that a few times. <laughs> Very discreetly. She's on, it's on my heart right now. <laughs> no, um, but you're right. I remember Pastor Julie, when she first heard about human trafficking, she shares that she said, I didn't know what to do, Yeah, but I knew I needed to do something. Yeah. And I would say, like, I remember hearing about just the different things that were happening and the way that women in our community and overseas just needed someone to care for them. Mm -hmm. But I was overwhelmed. I remember just like as a teenager saying, what do I do? I have no idea what to like. It's overwhelming. And I would say maybe somebody's listening to this is saying there's so this is so much. And I didn't know what I was going to listen to, but it's overwhelming. I don't know what to do. And I would just say like. You may not know what to do, but your next step is to do something. And uh, we've laid it out so well. It's pray, serve, give. And everybody can pray for the teams going, for the single moms that need a nap, uh, for the foster parents that want a night out and just pray for them. Serve. And if that means ever all the different opportunities and and give. And we've talked about those Amazon wish lists, but it could everybody could take a next step and it doesn't have to feel like it has to be this monumental I have to fix the problem but Mm -hmm. we can all do something and collectively we can see change and and really see a move of God in a mighty way I love that I love that and this is not just like because we want something from you we actually I'm sure there everybody listening has a busy schedule and just doesn't need one more thing to do (laughs) but it's because it's the calling on our life, right? right? Mm-hmm. To shine bright for Jesus, to yeah. point people to the North Star, to point people to Jesus with our lives by the way we love each other. And these are just some ways to do yeah, that. Right. Well, I, we've been closing out every episode of the season with this question, reading, going back to Psalms 119, 105, where it says, your word is a lamp for my feet and a light on my path. And I would just love to know if there's a verse that God has used mm-hmm. in your lives to light up your path. Yeah, I would say my life first, and I would also say like there may be a little sister listening to this and or someone that's saying, I don't know if I'm equipped for this or God's calling me, so I'll share it with them too and hopefully land somewhere. Uh, it's First Timothy 4.12, and it says, don't let anyone look down on you because you're young. And I would even substitute that because whatever your excuse is. Uh, so don't let anyone look down on you because, insert, but set an example for the believers in your speech, your conduct, your love, your faith, and your purity. And that scripture has really changed my life. It's changed the trajectory of my life. And that's why I think I'm doing what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. I believe that scripture to be true in my heart. And I said, Lord, use me. I'm not going to limit me and limit myself. And he has. And I believe there's someone out there that also could probably say, okay, I have no excuse. God's called me. Mm-hmm. I love it. Beautiful. Yeah. So my verse that I've really hung on to throughout my ministry career is really John 15, 16. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, and so that whatever you ask in the name, the Father will give you. Mm-hmm. And I, whenever I've gone into seasons, I've said this in different rooms before, but I don't look like the typical missions pastor and I don't, I don't like Columbia shirts. I don't like <laughs> pants that the zippers undo. Like I'm not gonna wear that. And, and I just act a little different than some missions pastors. And I've had a few friends that have just spoken life over me. And this is why the sisterhood is so important. I've had friends that are like, you're not like them, but God's put you in this place for a reason. Mm-hmm. And so 
just that verse has always, whenever I feel that slightest bit of insecurity or like, how did I end up in this room (laughs) with these people that I don't feel qualified to be in? I always go back to that and go, but God chose me. I didn't necessarily choose this. God chose me to be here (laughs) for this season. And literally last week, I was out in the community having a conversation with not someone who's from the church, but they are in a a position of leadership, a female in a position of leadership in a room full of men. And I literally quoted her this verse. And I said, it doesn't matter what, how you're feeling in that moment. God chose you and appointed you and you need to be who you are. So that's the other piece is like, we're not all the same and that's great. Mm -hmm. I take cookies to meeting. Meetings. (laughs) Most guys don't take cookies to meetings. (laughs) Praise God. Right? Like I, we have the best cookies, but yeah. you know, we have to be confident because God's put us yeah, where great. we are supposed to be. And so we can walk in that confidence and walk in knowing that like if he's placed us there, he's gonna be faithful mm-hmm. to give us the resources and to open doors and for us, we just have to keep moving. I love that. That's our confidence that he has placed us right where we are, right? And and we can walk boldly in that despite the insecurities we yeah, might have. Yeah. That's really beautiful. Thank you, ladies. This has been such a rich conversation. I love what God's doing through both of your lives. And thank you for just challenging us as a sisterhood to shine bright and to step out and be a part of all that God's doing, both here locally, but also around the world. Well, hey, ladies, thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of the episodes coming your way. And we'll catch you next week on the So Good Sisterhood podcast. We're so glad you joined us today for the So Good Sisterhood podcast. For additional resources and show notes from today's episode, check out our website, SoGoodSisterhood.com. Remember, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, but He's always doing a new thing. What step are you going to take today so you don't miss out on it? If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with a friend or just leave us a comment. We hope today's episode leaves you feeling so good.